You are listening to the fastest growing sports investing podcast in the world. If you're looking for no-nonsense, actionable sports investing information and insight, all geared to increase your bankroll, you've come to the right place. And now, the wait is over. Direct from the real MrACL.com, this is the ACL Pod featuring Kevin Wags. I give you A. C-L. And with that, we are back. The ACL pod featuring the one and only Mr. Cap'n Wags, Twitter and the gram at the real Mr. ACL at Cap'n Wags. ACL-sports.com is the website where all the packages are up. Final team here, Wags, in the NFC South. We've done three. We've done the Bucks, the Saints, the Panthers. Today, we're going to be talking about the Atlanta Falcons, a team... Let's just say they're in rebuilding mode. I think to to put it nicely would be the way to describe the Falcons. Here are their numbers. Win total, four and a half. One of the lowest on the board this year. Four and a half, minus 110 both sides. To win the division, 35 to one. 35 to one to beat three other teams. 35 to one to win the South. To win the conference, 100 to one. To win the Super Bowl, 200 to one. Wags, do you, do you, have a Falcons 200 to one ticket in pocket yet. I do not. I will not. I refuse to do it. <laughs> um, look, this is a complete rebuild year for the Falcons. Um, I will also note, I know you saw said four and a half. You can get five out there, folks. So shop. Yes. Um, you might have to pay some juice there, but um, I'm seeing right now as we speak on this podcast on DraftKings, we are five under juiced minus 145 this is a complete rebuild year um they lose their longtime franchise quarterback matt ryan they lost last year their franchise wide receiver julio jones who was yes in a decline anyway um they have an awful they lost they lost another receiver as well i'm heard he's suspended for a little bit oh. for some uh, activities down at the well, hard Rock. i was going to get into that a little bit as well but yes um <laughs> Calvin Ridley, Calvin Ridley out for the season. Um, it's making bad look, bets. It, it's the Kyle Pitts show here in in Atlanta, and it will be for a very long time. He just needs to get through the next season or two uninjured and unemotionally <laughs> affected by um, the next couple of seasons. But um, look, they bring in Mariota, who I actually think could be pretty decent. Um, first off, I think Mariota is not necessarily a bad quarterback. Um, I think he's actually a great backup quarterback to have. He just happens to be the starter here. Um, but he's a starter with a very bad offensive line, which is not necessarily a bad thing because Mariota can make plays with his legs. Um, yes, he will start. He does have a newly drafted quarterback, Desmond Ritter waiting behind. So this will eventually be the Desmond Ritter show. If, in fact, he does prove to be um, a viable quarterback in the NFL, and and they'll be able to see that in practice, and he'll get reps in in games, and and you know I wouldn't be shocked to see him um, eventually as a starter. I don't think this is one of those oh he'll be starting in four game situations. It could be. Um, I see it more like game eight, nine, somewhere around there. Um, you know, especially with a not so good offensive line who needs to gel and see like kind of what they can do. They don't want to get rid or hurt at all. Um, Mm -hmm. That said, like they're 
again, we mentioned Julio Jones gone for a couple, you know, a couple years ago. Uh, we mentioned Calvin Ridley, obviously suspended their wide receiver core, completely unproven. Brian Edwards, rookie Drake London, and Olamide Zacchaeus. Um, I do like Drake London. Uh, I don't like the other guys. I, you know what? Look, Brian Edwards has made plays before. Um, mm-hmm. He's a huge, huge human being who can run really, really fast. Traditionally, that that translates really well into the NFL. And I'm I I look at all of his like, you know, everything about him on paper, and I'm like, how is this guy not excelling at this level? Um, it kind of doesn't yeah. make sense to me, but uh, you know, <laughs> maybe it could work. You know, maybe at some point it clicks and this guy becomes an absolute monster. Drake London, I agree. I think he's going to be good. I think he'll be kind of the main guy here. Um, and Zacchaeus as a third receiver, he was like their number one or two last year. Um, is back into a role where I think he's comfortable playing, and I think he'll be fine there. So, um, you know, from a wide receiver core perspective, no, it's not good. It's not great. It's at best, bottom tier average. However, they do have Kyle Pitts, and he's going to make life a little bit easier for Mariota. Um, running the ball, you got wide receiver, athlete, Corderell Patterson um, back there, which is Love that it's guy. so strange to see like this tall bodied guy as a running yeah. back. Line up yeah. a running back. Um, yeah, and fantasy people, you know, he's one of those you can put him at running back, you can put him at receiver, you can throw him at tight end in some, in some Yeah, leagues. look, I mean, he had a great year. I think he kind of like broke out and it was kind of interesting to see, you know, a, yeah. a 6 foot 2, 220 pound running back line up at, who's got speed line up at, a wide receiver line up at running back. So, um I just don't see there's that much upside this year um just because like downgrading quarterback and not much receiving threat. So, uh, you know, I, I just don't see him having that much of an impact, but he's a guy, he's done it. He's there. He's got experience. Um, and defensively, they're okay. I mean, better in years past than they have been in years past. They do have Grady Jarrett up front to clog up the middle, make plays in the backfield. Um, alongside, they have some rookies, Lorenzo Carter coming off the edge. Um, you know, and I, I like what they did in the backfield, bringing in Casey Hayward to go alongside AJ Terrell. So, um, I don't think the Falcons are a good team this year. They are in the rebuild. I've said that multiple times already. Um, they do have some talent to win a few games, but are they going to get to six wins this year? No, I don't. Th- I don't see that. Um, you know, I didn't play this, but if I had to, I would take that under five with the juice, um, just because I don't think I don't see them getting to six plus. What's your take, ACL? Where are you with the Falcons? Wags, the MVP on the Falcons the last couple of years. Who's that? Their kicker. Young yes, Hoku. Yeah. I knew where you were going with it. I was like, where's he going with this? It's, I'm trying to think. Yes, yes, Koo. Is, he is he's really, really he's good. really good, yeah. And they brought him back in free agency, which was smart. When you have an all-world kicker, you don't you don't get you don't let him go, especially when you're rebuilding. Um so that's a that's a, a, a plus sign for what they're doing. I will say, you know, look, they're they're doing it the right way. In the NFL, you don't want to go 7 and 10. You don't want to go 8 and 9, right? You want to either make the playoffs or you want to get a top 5 pick. And that's what they did. They got all-world Kyle Pitts by all indications. He's crushing it in camp. When they finally get their uh we'll just call it franchise quarterback in the next year or two or three, Kyle Pitts is going to be there. So they they have that. You mentioned the O-line. I'm not going to harp on that. It's a bottom 2, maybe 3 in the entire yeah, league. So so that's that. Um they, they just lose so much starting production. Tyler Davidson, Russell Gage, 
John Harmon, Steve Means, uh, Tajay Sharp, eight returners on offense, only six on defense. I mean, they lose almost half their starting defensive unit last year. Arthur Smith, as far as quarterback stuff, I mean, look, he, what he did in Tennessee with Ryan Tannehill was terrific. Remember, Tannehill, basically the Dolphins just said, get out of here. We don't want you. He goes to Tennessee, works with Arthur, Arthur Smith, gets that huge contract. Good for him. Marcus Mariota was there as well. So Arthur Smith is basically just bringing over what he did with Tennessee and Tannehill slash Mariota now to the Falcons. So that's something to look for there. They already have that that chemistry. In the preseason, Mariota's looked okay. Uh, you know, I'm not going to say the word good, but he hasn't looked awful like a four and a half win team. And remember, this was the number two overall pick in the NFL draft not a, 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 a few years ago. So there's that. It's not like they're bringing in Geno Smith, Drew Locke, one of these guys who we know is it is what they are at, at this point. So I do think the Arthur Smith kind of quarterback whisper dynamic is, is something to look for as well. As I mentioned, they're solid on special teams. Um, defensively though, 26th in total defense last year, 32nd in sacks. They only had 18 sacks the entire year last year. Yep. So ninth strength of schedule, very, very difficult. Right. Top well, that, yeah, we didn't really uh, talk, we didn't really talk about well. their schedule difficulty for, for a team who's not that good having the ninth toughest schedule is not such a good thing. However, it is a good yep. thing, and I'm curious to see which direction, I know this is super early, which direction they go in the 2023 NFL draft. You know, do, mm-hmm. do they take, you know, a linebacker, defensive, you know, somebody on the defensive line, an offensive lineman, or do they take one of these top quarterbacks who's going to be coming out? Um, and there's quite That's a, a good few. draft for quarterbacks. Yeah, yeah. And, and look, you know, we, we're, we're, Beyond week one of college football, we just saw, you know, someone like Anthony Richardson play at, at University of Florida. Um, he's going to shoot up the boards. You got Will Levis at Kentucky. You have Stroud mm-hmm. at Ohio State. I mean, there's a ton of talent at the quarterback level. And, you know, it'll be curious because they just drafted Ritter. So, you know, if they have a talent like that and they have a top pick, do they go after some someone better who they think might be better or not. But anyway, that's where we are with the Falcons. We're already talking about an early draft pick with them. <laughs> Tells you all you need to know. But to your point, I think they need to know what they have in Ritter before the draft next year. Right? Yeah. Yeah. No, for sure. And I think so, that's why I think, you know, come week eight, they're going to have to throw him in. Like you got to understand yeah. where you are. I just don't see this being a situation where he comes in week four to win because you know you want to get him acclimated slowly. You don't want to throw him into the fire for a full season, or, or maybe you do. You mm-hmm. know, it's just to me, it's like the offensive line so bad, you you just risk injury early. Um, but I guess, hey, right. if that happens, you know where you're going next year. Yeah, so. no, it's it's all valid points unless Mariota starts him off like six and two or something. Yeah, uh, I, I think Arthur Smith might get the call from management and say, hey, we need to see what we got so we can figure out who we're drafting in the top ten next yeah. year. So something to look out for there as well with season one totals and all that. Okay, that is the division. That is the South. One division left, Wags. Four teams left. We're making our way 28 out of 32. Done. NFC West time is coming up for Wags. I'm ACL. That is the Atlanta Falcons. We'll talk to you all next time with the NFC West.